0: n e t s u i t e dot com slash w t f. Lock the gate. <laughs> All right, let's do this. How are you? What the fuckers? What the fuck buddies? What the fucksters? What's happening? I'm Mark Marin. It's the new year. This is it. Is it happy? Have it, has it worn off? Are you where are you at? Does it feel different? Do we feel different? What did you do on New Year's? I mean, really, what did you do? One thing I don't do is stand up comedy on New Year's. I learned that a long time ago. Unless it, they're paying you a million dollars, what is the fucking point of performing on that night? Especially if you got to bring in the New Year, nothing but a nightmare. I, I don't uh, I don't recommend it for for anyone but I, look I you know I don't have to so I it's easy for me to say but that was one lesson I learned why perform on that night I don't even know if it's expectations the one thing you can expect on new years is that people are going to act like fucking idiots they're going to get shitfaced they're going to make a lot of noise no matter what the world could be on fire which it kind of is and that night people would just be like woo yeah Happy New Year for that hour, for that five minutes, whatever it is leading up to it. But man, what a clusterfuck. What a nightmare. And then just a drive to the club to you know, hopefully not get plowed into by some drunken idiot not paying attention or texting his buddy, getting directions to the next party so they're in the right place when the clock chimes midnight. That was always the panic. Where are we going to be for New Year's? Where do you want to be for New Year's? Which, which party do you want to be at? Scrambling around, making it just under the wire to a mediocre party, looking around. 10, 9, is there anybody I like here? 8, 7, god damn it. Why did we come to this one? 6, 5, 4, oh fuck, I don't know anybody here. 3, 2, god damn it. Why is that guy just fucking stepped on my foot and fucked up my new shoes? Happy New Year! <laughs> point is i don't go out i don't go do comedy i stay off the roads i was asleep by 11 with sarah the painter and i i don't mind i woke up and it was the new year and i didn't feel like i missed anything i i got up and i was like well this is it we're in it it's happening what did we miss last night not a fucking thing zero we didn't get to watch you know, mid-level celebrities get shit-faced on television by a bunch of people froze their balls off in Times Square waiting for a thing to drop. You know, see, now I sound cynical. I, I I hope you had a good New Year. I hope it was fun. I hope you brought it in the right way. I hope you got your, your shit and your mind straight. Today on the show, Seth MacFarlane is here, the creator of uh, Family Guy, his new show, The Orville. He's, uh, he's directed and written movies. He's hosted the Oscars. He's a song and dance man. He's a crooner, jack of all trades, somewhat controversial, extremely talented. Uh, and I just wanted to I wanted to talk to him and I got the opportunity to do that. So Seth McFarlane is on the show today. Also, my friend, Christina Pazitsky, uh, Christina P just texted me. She's on a thing on Netflix now, a special called The Degenerates, which is a bunch of comics. She's the uh, the sixth one, the sixth. Sixth one out of the gate. Very funny. Love Christina. She wanted me to mention that. And I said, I would mention that. So the degenerates, which is on Netflix. Enjoy. As I said on uh, Monday, I've begun. I've begun the uh, the disengagement from social media uh, platforms. I deleted my Facebook page, not the fan page. You can still go to that. I don't have much to do with that. That's where I post the episodes and whatnot, but my personal page, which I no longer really went to at all, but I did, I did push delete and uh, it's gone and I feel good. I don't feel as liberated as I would if I uh, completely just dissolved my Twitter, which uh, which I'm processing. The problem with me is, uh, there's many, but the, the main problem with me and that stuff is that I don't have the I don't have the wiring. I don't have the, um, the organic uh, personal boundary technology within my machine that enables me to not be affected on some level by uh, you know garbage and bullshit dumped into my Twitter feed. I de- I'd like to be over it. I'd like to be uh, able to just like uh, roll with it. but maybe I wouldn't. Maybe I don't need to be numb that way. Maybe that's it. I'm going to try to figure out what we do with real time. Time time. Just time away from that engagement with the speed of uh, technology just pummeling our brains all the time. This is what I've been thinking about. This is some of the stuff I want to do in New Year's. Spend more time with human beings. Spend more time with my own thoughts. Process things at a regular pace not at the pace demanded of me by uh, how fast it comes in through my phone or my computer think about shit at my own speed i don't even know if my brain can do that anymore yeah my life is good things are okay but do i have any friends where have all my friends gone do i have i talked to anybody recently Is, is texting talking is seeing somebody on t- on Twitter, knowing what they're up to, is that talking? Have I, what, how, have I sat down with people? I swear to God, most of my social life outside of my very personal life, which only has a couple people in it, is in here talking to guests, and and I, I'm looking at my phone at my friends, <laughs> and out of all of them, I just for some reason I texted Dave Cross. I'm like, dude, how's it going? It's a new year. I'd like to see you sometime if you're ever out here. Love, Mark. (laughs) And then he said, boy, you're such a sucker for the holidays. Yes. Don't know when I'm there next, but let's get Tex-Mex. And I said, okay, pal, not a sucker. Those of us with no wives or children given too much time, just sit around and look at domestic animals and wonder if we actually have any friends anymore. By those of us, I mean me. Hope you're well. And then uh, I thought about that for a a, a few minutes (laughs) And before he texted back, I texted, I am good. Looking at that text could appear suicidal. Not the case, just saying hi. He said, I hear you. I'll hit you up next time I'm out and bore you to tears with cliches about having a kid at age 54. And then he wrote thumbs up emoji. And then I wrote panicky gritted teeth emoji. And he wrote, that's known as a Marin. And I wrote, ha. So now that was me, you know, talking to my old friend. But that might be all I, I talked to him for maybe six months to a year. And I just started thinking, and this is part of the resolution thing. You know, where where are they? Who are they? And then it takes effort. I Got to start inviting people over for dinner. I just, I, I want to get back to, you know, flesh and blood relationships with human beings. And I, you got to plan that stuff. Not these one-offs. Not these very emotionally cathartic connected one offs here in the garage. And also, look, the other thing about social media is that I'm just sitting on there. I'm not doing anything. You can see that I'm barely tweeting and people are like, you have a comment on this. How about this? Look, uh, the guy from Counting Crows and you look exactly like each other to some people. Uh, Are you the same person that care to comment? No, I don't. I don't care. I don't care. I don't want to comment. No. Okay. That was uh, someone's clever idea. Fine. But uh, have fun with it. What do you need me? To, what do you need my input? Of course, we're not the same guy. What's going on? What do you think about, you know, Louis? What about Louis C.K.? I don't care. I have not. I have not talked to the guy since that New York Times article. I don't know what he's up to. It seems like he's full of anger and 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 survival. Survival mechanism is kicked in. That, that's my take. It's I don't know his life doesn't it it doesn't seem good but it's not my fucking responsibility to comment on fucking everything that happens in the world on twitter (laughs) i'm talking like that that someone i'm talking as if someone is attacking me right now see what it does to me do you see what it does to me yeah i just i don't know about that that friend thing i I guess that's really what it is Everybody goes and they do their own life, but when you know you make the choices I've made, and that's to <laughs> live alone, not have a wife, not have children. cats, you know they you kind of hit a wall with cats. I love them, I know them they're they're good to have around, but uh they don't uh you know there's not a lot of deep conversing going on, and there's not a lot of uh, not a lot of change in the conversation with cats, but you know. I'm happy they're around. Here's a, here's a cat-related email. You healed our cat, Mark. Thank you. The other day, our boy wasn't in the driveway when we pulled up. He's an outdoor cat, but he's always there waiting for us when we pull into the driveway 100% of the time. So we knew something was wrong when he wasn't there. About 15 minutes after we parked and went in the house, we heard him meow. We opened the door and felt so relieved to see him, but he was limping so badly. We were just trying to decide whether to take him to the vet immediately or in a couple of days. His collar was also gone. Scary moment. What happened to the kitty? The next day we took him in. We had to wait in the room for two hours to be seen. He's a stoic little guy, but after an hour of waiting for anything, especially while in pain, anybody would get restless, cat or human. He began shaking and shifting his body every 10 or 15 seconds. So I decided to throw on WTF in the background to give us something to focus on. It was the latest episode, your interview with Ronaldo Marcus Green. Great convo, just great. But the monologue was the standout. Our cat Julius immediately lied down, calmed down and started meditating with his eyes rolled back. All three of us listened intently as you began reviewing movies, made your New Year's resolution to shut off your connection to social media and become more grounded into your purpose and to spend more time with the people you love. In particular, your review of the Indian Pottery documentary left us so chilled out and relaxed. That review was, dare I say, spiritual, but in an everyday people kind of way. We will definitely check that film out. Just your review of it made our cat purr. So even before the vet came in to see him, you had already healed him. Thank you, Mark. You're an inspiring dude on multiple levels. We're waiting to see if our little guy's leg is broken. But while we wait, I figured I'd write to say thank you to your twice a week service. You give a sense of home to so many people and cats. By the way, our little boy is named Julius because you guessed it, he's orange. With much respect and appreciation, Brian, glad to help out. Yeah, see, like you people who fast forward through this, you're missing the spiritual value of uh, of my rambling intros. You're missing it. You're missing the spiritual value. There was another one. Subject line to kill the loneliness. Hey, Mark, my name is Brooks. I am a 20 year old. In June, my first love broke my heart where I where I lost 15 pounds during the heartbreak. I found your show, Marin. It helped me, made me laugh and feel better. I also work at a grocery where at times I have to work in a one-man kiosk gas station where I have to stand alone and wait for people to come to the window. WTF helps kill the loneliness. And the interviews fill the white wall kiosk. Thank you for the laughter during my first real heartbreak. Happy New Year, Brooks. I'm a loneliness killer. Man, that is a service. I'm going to put that on my business card. Mark Marin, Loneliness Killer. WTF, Loneliness Killer. Dig it. Yeah, so I'm watching shit. Somehow or another, there's some weird old Sam Kennison set on uh, Netflix. I, it's a disaster. It's a Las Vegas set a year or so before he died. And that kind of got me watching the original HBO special, which I hadn't seen in years. Now, this is a guy, If some of you know my story. And this has been sitting with me for a while because I did I did a interview for a documentary about the comedy store that Mike Binder is directing. And he asked me to talk about my experience there. And a lot of it had to do with that guy. And my sort of my my position has always been that he doesn't you know, really get the respect he he should as one of the great comics. And Mike was like, I don't know if he was that great. And I'm like, yeah, but, you know, he he had this momentum. He had this. This pace, this intensity, he really owned the stage like nobody had ever seen before. He had this fury and this like force, this kind of kind of like just, you know, the air changed when the guy went on. I'd never seen anybody really do that. And Mike was like, yeah, but I don't know. I think it was the time. I think if you really look at that material, it might just be those bits. I mean, anyone could have good bits. But I just don't think he was that great. And, I, you know, it just stuck with me. And this a couple months ago that we had this conversation. I watched the HBO special, half of it. And I watched uh, the old that Vegas thing, and I was like, God damn it. He wasn't, he was not a right-minded dude, man. He was not, uh, not a righteous cat. And I don't know how I got so sucked into that looking back on it. It could have been the coke. It could have been the, uh, just the, the excitement of the time, the late 80s. Or just the sheer brute force of that guy's personality and that guy's charisma sucked me in. The, the 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 brute force of charisma charisma with a punch that's why that's why we're where we're at with the, you know, politically you've got to watch your brain man you get sucker punched by uh some uh forceful wrong-minded charisma and you get all lit up gotta watch that so i've reassessed it and uh I do not think he was as good as I thought he was. But stylistically, there was nothing like it. And I think that was the primary lesson there. How do you own the stage? I think that was really more of what I was learning. I also watched a bit of, uh, watched a little Hicks. I was just flipping around the comedy. There's a lot of new comedies that uh, were dumped on Netflix, old comedy specials. Watched a little of the Hicks stuff from the Vic, where I did a special. It's always good to see Bill bouncing around yeah sleep tight <laughs> so seth mcfarland is here and i uh, i've never met him i've seen some of his stuff uh i've always wondered about him and uh, he's got this uh, the second season of this space show that he's got the orville is on thursday nights at 9 p.m eastern on fox <laughs> i think fox is by and large the seth mcfarland station Outside of the propaganda operation, the rest of I think is Seth MacFarlane. But uh, I was excited to talk to him, and this is. Uh it now, wherever you get your podcasts. It's weird where my research takes me because I'm like, I'm looking up Kent, where yeah. you come from. Yeah. Because I have, like, I've had things happen to me in Connecticut. Really? Said, yeah, that's that's a that's a, that's a vague kind of dark. Thing. What <laughs> no, what? Well, no, what? when was st- everything all right? Yeah, no, when I started, not too traumatic, <laughs> but like yeah. when I started my comedy career, it was yeah. one nighters, and there were yeah. ones like there was one in like New London. Mm-hmm. You would go to drive to a bar in New London, and there was a you know I saw a, a guy that I was opening for lose his mind on stage. Oh, was, really? It was great. Oh, I bet that was that was well, something to was see. A, it was just one of these things where you know you drive for two hours from Boston. I was living in Boston, <laughs> and you'd be taking a headliner who you didn't really know. Yeah, And this guy, Bob Batch, the whole way down, he's going like, I don't know why I can't get on fucking Letterman. Why can't I get on fucking Letterman for two hours? That's his act. No, this is in the car. This is in the car. (laughs) But that's what happens. We (laughs) we get to this shitty fucking bar by the sub base. There's like nine people in there. And I yeah. go on and do my half hour and he just gets up and within minutes, he's like, why can't I be a fucking letter? He's, <laughs> he's, he's yelling at the oh, people God. and it's like uncomfortable. And for the first time in my life, and I was younger, I just, I, I went into the middle of the room because there were so few people there and go, yeah. let's just take a break. Bob, just relax a minute. <laughs>
1: that's like, that's like finding a four leaf clover when you're, when you catch a stand up who's angry with the audience. It's the best. It's
0: the- <laughs> it <just> doesn't <laughs> it's happen anymore. No, it, it doesn't. Because they're Cell afraid, phones. Of, they're afraid right. of the phones. Yeah. But yeah, man, in Boston, I'd see guys snap all the time. There were guys yeah. that you could sort of count on it.
1: Yeah. It's, it's, well, doesn't Ch- Chappelle uh, makes his audience put their phones in like steel cases or something before he does a show? Is that some right?
0: Some clubs have bags now. Mm, the club, yeah.
1: The club in Denver has have these to. bags. You have that, to. It's, 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 it's like part of me hears these stories and, and just thinks you know what America you don't deserve comedy anymore yeah. you yes. no more comedy for you because this is how the acts are honed like
0: you got that's how you know where the line is they don't understand it they don't get it and I don't understand they don't gain anything by putting the thing up no. fortunately I'm I'm at a level of uh, of celebrity where no one has tried to tape me or put my <laughs> shit up yeah like <laughs> there's, uh, there's been times where I'm like why don't you tape this because yeah. I'd like to remember what I did yeah. but no but they, it's not that they, it's like they, they need to have it explained to them look
1: you they, the the, the you get to the point where you go to a, a an arena yeah. with thousands of people and you're seeing a, a honed, polished stand-up act. You don't get to that point unless that act... Right. is tested and retested and some of the jokes work and some of them don't and, they and go some, a, yeah, some of them are, are, are offensive. Yeah. You pull those jokes out but you have to, the, the only way you know is by testing it in front of you, an audience.
0: You pull them out only if you can't shoulder the possible reactions. Yes. <laughs> exactly. There's a lot of gauging that has but to go But they don't on. get it. They don't get it and the press doesn't even get it. No, I don't think anyone... And they I, should. I'm surprised how little people understand about anything. Like during the writer strike, it was sort of amazing to me that most, you know, somewhat intelligent people were like, oh, they don't just make it up. You know, yeah. I like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You mean, John Stewart's not making it up every yeah.
1: day. The, the the one I like is now does now does each writer write for an individual character? <laughs> like, <laughs> yes, I write all the Stewie lines. He writes all the Peter lines, and that and he can't do anything else. No, that's, that's all he does. That's, and we have to hope that it all comes together in a cohesive fashion.
0: Well, that's the, the thing about uh, the other thing about Connecticut. I went to the PT Barnum Museum in Bridgeport and uh, had a very uncomfortable, it's a beautiful moment. town, Bridgeport. Yeah, yeah, uncomfortable moment at the PT <laughs> Barnum Museum. Some. We were taking the ferry over to Port Jeff in college, and the guy who worked at the P.T. Barn Museum, he had one eye, and like he was just there. He must have been with the circus at some point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he grabbed my hand, and he said, let me see your hand. And he looked at my palm, and he said, you're going to get in a very bad accident. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> and for about four years. I would admire I was, that kind yeah. of honesty. <laughs> but wait, so Kent, Connecticut, because I talked to Ted Danson, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's specifically about the Kent School where yeah. you went, and yep. I, it seems like you two were it. Yeah, and uh, he
1: gets credit for going there. You I think d- I think Lana Del Rey also <laughs> went to Kent. I think it's the the three of us. But you grew up there.
0: Yes. And what? Yeah. what? What is that like? It's a very small
1: town. Really small town. Very idyllic. Very beaver cleaver. Kind really? Of. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it was. It was like you, you. You hear people say, "But that was a great place to grow up." This. This is like the cookie cutter. Gorgeous, yeah. peaceful, calm, wholesome place. To was grow it up.
0: a great place to grow up?
1: It was actually, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I loved it. I mean, I, I I go back there every you know whenever I can. You do? Um, yeah. It's a it's it's. You have it's, family it's a, there still? I have uh, grade school friends that I still talk to.
0: Grade school? Yeah, yeah. You check in with them like yearly or yeah, bi yeah, yeah. bi annually. Isn't it kind of weird? It's kind of weird because you like in, like you don't have kids right, no, and you no. don't have a, a me neither. So you kind of need to check in with those people to see that you're aging. Yeah, you're yeah. Like...
1: <laughs> it is. It is. It is. That is a a, a really it it is yeah it's a good barometer because you look at you look at everyone else. You're like, my God, everyone like, looks so fucking old. Yeah. Well, I don't look like that. And yeah. then you know, the odds are you're not the only one
0: in the room, right? Who has retained? The yeah. And how how can you know? Like, <laughs> you I, can't. I, I took a you picture can't. of myself this morning for a thing, and I'm like, it's happening. Mm-hmm. Like I, mm-hmm. I just, you know, it's like there's <laughs> yeah. there's some moment like I'm 55, and it's right around this time where it's like you turn into the old man because <laughs> you see it with presidents. You know, yeah. they start yeah. out like, oh look, he's young, and then like within four years, it's like, oh, and it's around yeah. in the 50s. Yeah. Feel it happening. Yeah. You Yeah. Yeah, I I've I'm
1: you seem I'm pretty starting to, I'm starting to see things that you know <laughs> <there's>... <laughs> like what's
0: that bump? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like those kind of things. <laughs>
1: Boy the, the weenus is a little flappier than it
0: used to be. <laughs> yeah, Who was that? One of those guys, uh, I can't remember, he's been on the show, writer. Fuck. He tweeted once he said, I had a bad case of dad dick this morning. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Jesus. I thought that was genius. Well, I, 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 I was like one of the best. <laughs> just,
0: just this morning. Yeah. Just, yeah. Not, not every day. <laughs> Today, was like, I changes. noticed it. Dad Dick's problem. <laughs> it's a problem. But I, I have a friend of a friend who, who says that there are people in that town. This guy, I think, is, he's a, he, uh, in Kent. He runs an excavating business. And I've heard his name is Bill. And he's got a caricature you did of him when you were like 10 or something. Wow. Did they, they, he I, said that's that, probably I've heard that there are many people in town that have found these caricatures that you did of people. Yeah. And now they're on the wall because of who you are. Did you have a caricature business? I, I, I did. You know, in,
1: in the when I was really, really young, my, my father was a was a butcher at the local grocery store. Is that store. true? Yeah. I don't know why you make was, that I mean, up. He was, why do I say <laughs> it like come that? Come on. A, he, was a, uh, he, he, was, he was a teacher and he worked part time as a butcher. And I would go to into the grocery store and like draw on the grocery bags. Before the, the yeah. groceries were bagged, and then eventually graduated to doing sidewalk caricatures on the street during yeah. the summer fair days. Yes, yeah. there were summer fair days. It was sure, an idyllic town. Sure. Yeah, and uh, and yeah, I did. I did a
0: bunch of them for re- money. For money. Yeah. For money. yeah. So when does this start? Like, because it seems like this was a, an obsession that you know obviously turned into a, a billion dollar a year industry. <laughs> <laughs> but Where? I mean, at what point do you sort of retreat into paper? Uh, you know, I I tend to be.
1: Those are the those are the parts of the process that I actually enjoy the most. I'm I'm a little bit of an introvert by by nature. You well,
0: must have been just sitting there drawing all yeah, the time. Yeah. Yeah. So like what like why do you ever think about that? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> why, why why am I an introvert? Yeah.
1: I don't know. I think I think it's I think it's that that was that was you know the the craft that I gravitated to when I was young was something that that was a solitary craft and and that's just what i got comfortable
0: with. but because i mean i used to draw when i was a kid and you know you can get lost for hours oh, and yeah. hours and, yeah. and but you sort of stuck with it and there's a relief to it but you seem to like i guess it's better when you have a true knack for something where you can look at things and go like no i'm pretty good at this <laughs>
1: yeah yeah it's it's uh you know i i at the time uh thought okay i think i have a pretty good handle on this um but it it is you know it it, the result is you know i I enjoy writing i enjoy post-production you know the most stressful part of a of a film or a television show for me is is the is the production where there's tons of people around yeah it's a big crowd it's very bustling like that's the part where i'm the most kind of uptight.
0: But were you always like that? Like as a kid? no, yeah. You yeah. just like- I
1: hated, I hated, uh, and, I, and I got better as I got into college. Right. But I got, you know, it was a long time where I just hated going to parties. Like the whole idea was just so, because of the noise it's and just the, the demands. Because of the noise, the loudness, people. the energy, the intensity is just too much. Really? Yeah. So you got, you, so yeah. you, you just. And then I discovered alcohol and I was like, oh, that's the, that's what was.
0: This was, what was that, missing. That's the key ingredient. This is what I need to feel that's, whole. That,
1: <laughs> to this day, man, I tell you, it's like you go to a party sober and it's just it's parties are terrible
0: but did you i uh, did you quit drinking <laughs> really, they they really are, are, oh, the no, only way awful.
1: the only reason we think they're so great is because we're drunk
0: right and then and then you have to deal with the repercussions of that yep. like you, you know I, as, I i don't love parties i, I find yeah. myself i'm i like if i have to if i get invited to something there's a long month or two of like no oh, i gotta fuck i'm just gonna be there what am i gonna yeah do? once yeah. i get there i'm all right but then yeah then you got to worry about what people say afterwards yeah yeah it's it's all did just you stop drinking big mess no god no no <laughs> No no, no. <laughs>
1: no. Rather the reverse, sir.
0: Oh really? <laughs> but you don't you, did um, you when did you start? No, I I uh high school uh, uh college actually. Oh really? Yeah. You waited.
1: Yeah, I waited. I waited. <laughs> I, I I I probably would have enjoyed high school more if uh but, if i had, uh, No, I actually I had a good high school experience, but I I you know, in college it was like, oh okay, this is this is what.
0: But in high school like doing. so you're this guy who's drawn pictures and yeah. like uh it was that the key to your you know sort of like uh because like I know, being a funny guy in high school, you could just kind of move through all groups because yeah. you were the yeah. funny guy. Yeah. So did you walk around? There was a little bit of showing that. your pictures. There to was people? a little bit. There, there, was,
1: there was a little bit of that. Look you like could, me. Yeah, I drew it's, you <laughs> exactly. It, it's, you're not too far off. Yeah, it, it, it is. I mean, it's 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 people give you a little bit of a of like a uh, as I recall, I was, I was given a little bit of a of a of a of a, of a respectful birth. Right. Because uh, you were the weird kid drawing, but be, the drawings were cool. B e r t h, not B i. Yeah, um, but uh, you know they 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 kind of figured, all right, this guy seems to know, he seems to be on a trajectory to something, and we're just going to kind of let him do his thing and not not, not beat the shit out of him. <laughs> so thank you, Leave the classmates. kid with the pencil alone. Yes, thank you for not beating the shit out <laughs> of him. But
0: were me. you like, would you, because he seemed like you're pretty, I mean, were you, were you, do you think you were like a nerdy kid? or? Yeah, I think so. Yeah? Yeah. And what was it not like? In, not in the traditional sense, but yes. Because I saw some of this stuff, like when he started doing uh, uh, actual cartoons for the paper. Like you know, I when I was a kid, like who were the guys that you were? Because I liked what's that guy's name? Gahan Wilson, the, you Gahan know, the, Wilson, the guy from the Playboy. He did, he did like, oh, he's a great cartoonist. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, but like the single panels. Yeah, yeah. Like, were you reading Mad Magazine? Were you looking? At- I,
1: I like, I liked Mad. The, the The Far Side was the thing that really was oh, yeah, like that. groundbreaking for me. Yeah, that's that, the, your generation, I guess. Yeah, that was like that 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 uh, just altered my whole perception of, of And God, you you look at those those panels now yeah and they're so great and they're so classic but you remember at the time they were there were there were if there had been bloggers then right if there had been think pieces they would have torn them to shreds like people were like this is this is horrific this is offensive um and uh and, and, but they were brilliant. They yeah, were just, they, they were just. Oh, they're fun. great. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, I, well, that's just sort of a problem because, like, even in some of those old panels, I could see you were drawing from a, a grown-up world that you yeah. know there was an edge to them, <laughs> yeah. and you already had a cynicism. But it might not have been yours. Was it yours? Did you think? I, I don't. Uh, you know, I don't. It, it, a lot of it came from my family.
1: My family was like, you know, it was, it was a happy family, but there was like a healthy cynicism. There was like a really certain on my, on my mother's side of the family, there was a very. They were big laughers. Yeah, a really dark sense of humor. Like really, a, a lot of stuff that just wouldn't fly now. That's great. But the, yeah, but that was but that was very. Were they uh, progressive people? They were. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. Like we're like we're uh, like what you, your dad was a butcher and a teacher. Yeah, and your mom. Yeah, she was.
1: was uh, she was. She was in uh, college guidance at the at
0: Kent School. Actually, really. Yeah. So there was a premium put on education, yes. creativity. Yeah. Let the kid uh, do what he wants, and exactly. then rein him in if you need to. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you got it. What one sister? One sister. Yeah. Now were they like? Uh, were your folks like? Um, were they Waspy people? They. They weren't. They were actually. They were both kind of
1: ex hippies. My dad was at Woodstock, and really, you know, had his had his share of. LSD stories. Really, he, he, he like the good stuff. The good like stuff. The, yeah. yeah. Like
0: the, so he uh, did. So he told you about Woodstock. Yeah, yeah. Did he live on a commune? Did he do he, the whole thing? He and... didn't go that far,
1: but he was. You know, he was a folk singer. Really. Um, and that's how that's how uh, my my parents met. My my mother went to a pub in Massachusetts, and there was my dad was up on stage playing the guitar,
0: uh,
1: and my mother found out where he lived, and it's not the healthiest story. Stalked actually. him. Yeah, stalked him. Banged on his door, asked for guitar lessons, and basically just you know went at him like a that prank, one. praying mantis
0: <laughs> <laughs> and so he's a folk singer so yeah. there's guitars around the house oh yeah you, and oh, how, a lot <laughs> did you did you like your dad's music because
1: <laughs> i was it was kind of weird because like i was i was feels very, like you're pushing back a little now yeah but i guess you know he he was in you know th- this this was the counterculture music so i guess my way of rebelling was was Gravitating towards yeah. the Sinatra, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'll show him. Yeah, what was good? <laughs> These kids, they don't
0: know what's good.
1: <laughs> but yeah, you know, no, I, 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 uh, I wasn't. You know, they, they were the Simon and Garfunkel, Peter Paul and Mary. Yeah, you know, Rita Coolidge. Ooh, Rita Coolidge. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's some sadness there. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. So that was what was in the house. That was what was record? in the house.
1: Yeah. And you didn't like it I then. Can, I can. I can. I didn't. You know, I, I was fine with it. It just, I was. I gravitated a bit more towards. Fuller, you know, I loved orchestra, I loved film scores. I was like a big John Williams fan. From at, from a, from at a, nine, yeah, yeah, really, yeah, loved
0: John Williams. It I, it actually connected with you at that yeah. age, oh, yeah. where you could hear like that music is doing something. And yeah, like, yeah, because usually when you're nine, you're like, I like the movie. I was, you know, it
1: was a we, we it was a very musical town. We had we had uh, a, a choir director that would put on these uh, Gilbert and Sullivan shows, so we oh, were yeah. all doing like. Fucking Gilbert and Sullivan at, at eight and nine.
0: Oh, you're in the show. Yeah, <laughs> so you're so, you're doing musicals. Yeah, because I noticed and, like when you hosted the Oscar, I was like, I was like, this is song and dance man. What is it? like, <laughs> this guy's not a cartoon guy? Mm-hmm. Look at him. He just wants to dance. <laughs> he just wants to dance. That's
1: all he wants to do. <laughs> it kind of is, right? <laughs> I mean, you know, who, do, who doesn't who doesn't enjoy it, that? Scares me. Oh, wasn't that what's what's the what was Somebody said like the, the, what the reason you. Become a DJ, so you don't have to dance oh, or, or, I, or be seen. I think. I think <laughs> when you. I remember going to the derby at, at all. I remember going to the derby yeah. at one point when that was still around. And I was like, and I'm not with a the good, swing like, thing. Yeah, I'm not yeah. a good dancer. And there's a guy on stage singing, and I'm like, that's yeah, I want to be that guy. He doesn't have to deal with any of this shit. He never has to get on the dance floor, <laughs> and he and can still he, be cool, and yet he's still cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: he's <laughs> driving the whole thing. Exactly, that guy. exactly. Well, like Favreau was a big swing guy, right? And you work with him a lot, right? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, I, but you're not. You don't see yourself as part of that thing because that was sort of a trendy thing. You, it seems that like there were a lot of guys wearing zoot suits and jumping around, and yeah, the, it's it's I, I
1: th- there's there's a there's lounge swing and then there's true you know i mean to me the best sinatra recordings are his ballad albums Uh uh-huh are you know only the lonely and where are you and and no one cares you know the the, the stuff that's like that's where there's the the minute-long orchestral intro before he even starts singing (laughs) Um, the the big bill yeah
0: (laughs) the strings yeah 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 yeah. did you read dino by nick toshis no oh dude come on (laughs) Listen, i Amazon Amazoner right now. It's a it's this poetic, dark investigation into the soul of Dean Martin. Really? Oh my god! When did it, when, when did it, when did it come out? It's a classic. Jeez, uh, it's got to be maybe the early '80s. Dino Nick Toshis. He's a very dark guy and a very dark writer, and it's a biography of Dean Martin that you know just it it's you know whether there is. It, yeah it, whether you. Uh, whether, I don't know how much of it is poetic speculation but there's a lot of history in, in there and it's a very well researched what a title yeah. Dino
1: living high in the dirty business of dreams
0: yeah dude you, you yeah. got he's written a couple of great books tasha's but but like i i it was I didn't realize that that dean Martin a couple of things that there was these guys that set these precedents, like being yeah. Crosby, that like oh, Dean yeah. Martin, you know, got into the racket to just be sort of a Crosby knockoff. Yeah, well, so
1: did, I mean, so did Sinatra. Like, they both, they idolized Crosby.
0: Yeah. I, I, and it's like the phrasing and everything. But yeah. no, no but like, who, do, who knows about that shit now? Is there part of what you're doing now? Because it seems to be a, a, a real focus for you. I mean, did Grammy nominated swing records? <laughs> I mean, are is there is there some part of you that's sort of like, you got to respect these guys?
1: Oh, Yeah. Yeah, because you know, it's it, there's there's a there's it was an era of high musicality where every I mean every part of the equation was its own deal. I mean, yeah. if, if you take a song like that everybody knows, like I've got you under my skin. Yeah, you know, uh, Cole Porter wrote the song. He was revered for his craft. Nelson Riddle did the arrangement. He was yeah. revered for his craft. Sinatra sang the song. He was yeah. revered for his craft. it. It was this this amazing collaboration of talent. And also, recordings.
0: back in the day, you know, if you wanted to go to a dance, you know, there were thirty guys on yeah, stage. Yeah, sure, yeah, <laughs> and, and that was just normal. They yeah. had to have room for that. Yeah, shit.
1: Cost, you. You watch the the Grammys, you know, what forty years ago or whatever yeah. it was, and there's Henry Mancini playing the Pink Panther theme with like a forty piece orchestra behind him.
0: It is really something that that's all gone away. It's gone away. It's and and that, it's, and, and, it's, and,
1: yeah. and, and and it's and I don't think it's I I don't think it's just an evolution. I think it's a, it's a cheapening. I think it's it's less expensive to not do it.
0: Yeah, it's less expensive, and also like, in, and they've somehow not unlike with movies and stuff. They've over time just hypnotized people into believing that this was good. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And but there, I don't know that there's any coming back to that. I, I don't know.
1: No, I mean I don't. It's this. I mean that's why we do these records. Is it just kind of say look that, that this can still be done? You know, you can still make music that 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 has a, a a real you know that has a lot of different music. And I'm just talking about from a technical standpoint. Yeah. You know, layers to it. It's it's uh it, it's it's just a hard thing. It's 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 just kind of vanished.
0: And the first time that you sort of got like uh, engaged with this was when you did the uh, Family Guy episode, the Vegas episode. Was that the first yeah, time well, where you know, realized like, wow, I, can, I, I have I freedom. I can put together as many musicians as I want. Oh yeah.
1: Well, I mean, The Simpsons did it for a number of years. Yeah. And they, they were they were one of the few shows left on the air that used a live orchestra and. So we we uh we decided to you know God if they if they can get away with it maybe we can too and they we were able to pull it off and and it's it it just makes a huge difference I, I do think that even even if an audience doesn't know that what they're hearing on a show like Family Guy is yeah. live music is a live orchestra yeah um, on a subconscious level it just makes the show a little bit more resonant resonant yeah and authentic
0: somehow yeah and and what's all interesting to that uh, like i'm not a huge animation guy you should know yeah you know Mm -hmm. believe it or not neither am i (laughs) (laughs) but there but i think that's true there's like things i've learned over time but like the interesting thing about uh about orchestras is each one of those guys has a story You know, you read about like big bands and the ones that kind of spun off onto heroin and then became bebop guys and just drove their lives into a ditch.
1: You know, it's it's to me that the the biggest the biggest problem is it's the 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 source of 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 the creative the, the creative impetus has fallen out of the hands of the composer and into the hands of the producer. And it's 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 a oversimplification, but it's yeah. but it but it's true. I mean, it's 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 you a a producer cannot give you what you know George Gershwin could have given you.
0: It almost makes you cry.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: To, to yeah. feel the you know, you can feel all the instruments in the right room. Yep. And yep. it's such a beautiful life embracing thing that's just gone.
1: Yeah. It's it it's and it's an interesting point because I it's hard to think of anything in recent years that has. Evoked, uh, it, you know, that I've listened to, yeah, that's gotten me to that point where it's like, oh, I could, I'm listening to this music, I could, I could cry, but yeah,
0: but it's it for the uh, right reasons, for the right, for the right reasons, absolutely, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But when you do it, though, you, you're very meticulous about it. I mean, I don't know how much you go through. I was just my buddy, my producer, said he was listening to a Christmas record, you know, and you did a Christmas record, and yeah. uh, and he said it's very clear that Seth wants to do the best version of these songs. <laughs> He, he just felt it that, like yeah. you know, you're out to kill this thing. Well, you know, it's it's it, there there's, there was a secret to
1: my theory is like uh, Sinatra was was a, a vocalist who, who surpassed any of his contemporaries. Yeah, but beyond that, I think part of that is the fact that he his secret weapons. He just he understood better than anybody what an orchestration, what an arrangement, what an orchestra can do for you, and yeah. the cushion it can give you could just make you sound better. And his orchestrations are just light years beyond anything else that was being written you know that's that's with the records that we do it's the same thing. it's like it's it's not just about singing the songs it's a it's it's a it's a showcase for the orchestra
0: right and you uh, you got nominated for a Grammy for the one you wrote for uh, oh an academy Award for the for the oh yeah for, yeah. For, for, yeah was it from Ted from Ted yeah yeah for that yeah. song yeah do you like do you see yourself as a you know having a is that a new is that going to be a thing you do are you going to be Randy Newman are, are people gonna
1: I mean, I I can't, you know, I I I would love to be able to write for orchestra. I I don't, I I'd have to go back to school for years, and so and now you just to, you
0: write the things and you say to the guys, like, can you throw put something together? You know what?
1: It's 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 the one part for me that's retained this kind of mystery because yeah. I, I work with composers that I love, but I'm I'm not able to to orchestrate myself you can't so say.
0: can we take it to the nine after that
1: yeah you i mean I, my 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 communication skills have gotten better like i can i can say you know can we can we make that a little more rubato which i which i didn't used to be able to do but i, I you know Good before for you. it was like longer yeah um <laughs> but uh but it's it's it is the one part of the process for me that i i kind of like the fact that it's still sort of this magical thing that I don't completely understand.
0: Right, right, right. You and and you got guys that know what they're yeah, doing, and yeah. y- you can be sort of like enchanted by it. Yeah. As opposed to sort of like, no, you yeah. got to bring up the oboe. Exactly. You, you <laughs> exactly. want to be that guy, then I'll yeah, the love this yeah. guy. I think I have been that guy once or twice, but- oh,
1: really? <laughs> Well, thanks for copping to it. It's Biggie. You shit on the oboe guy. <laughs> I know. There's so few of them, too.
0: I know. It's hard for those guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, tough being it. A... Yeah, man. Uh so when did you think you started um enjoying uh, you know you know pissing people off? <laughs> like when did that cuz it must have happened with the comics.
1: Yeah, it did actually. It was it was um I was uh I I used to do a weekly comic strip for our local paper yeah. in Kent and I did one uh uh when I was god 9 or 10. Yeah. And it was a guy taking communion. <laughs> yeah. And he says, can I have fries with that? Right. And and I was like, when I was, I was, we, you know, we went to church because I was yeah. in a choir. We weren't a religious family, but we went, I was always Catholic? kind of. Catholic? Uh, Ep- Episcopalian. Okay. And I was always v- just weirdly confused and fascinated by yeah. communion. The whole process was just
0: so creepy and like the whole thing is witchcraft. Yeah. It's it's, it's just it's just it was just
1: but it was just such a strange, weird thing. Like I just don't I didn't get it. I still don't get it. Um, It's ritual magic. It's it's (laughs) like they're putting these little wafers on the tongue and you know I kinda want to know what they taste like, but but these look at these adults kneeling while other adults put things in their mouths. Like it's you know, which better than I guess that's all over the internet, but right (laughs) but it's but it's uh but, but I so I did this comic strip, and and I got an angry letter from the t- uh, local priest. Yeah, who said, "Shame on you for insulting the Almighty God and those who love Him." And you are like,
0: "Yeah." <laughs> I'm yeah.
1: Like, um, and and down below he had written, "Do you like me? Check yes, no, or maybe." <laughs> no, it's a, but it's it's it was uh, meet me in it, the it, rectory. Yeah, it was yeah. a very it was a very interesting thing to kind of process at at that age. I'm How sure old were it was, I was like 9 or 10
0: and, and how can you remember how you processed it was I, it a good I, feeling or did I, you
1: feel horrible i you know my, i i didn't because my my parents helped me to you know they said look this is you made i don't think they particularly liked the guy anyway so right. i think they were like yeah fuck this guy yeah but i but they 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 kind of said look this is you, you got a you got a reaction from something you did artistically and yeah. and, and and that's that's neither good nor bad it's just it's just what you want out of it and so they, they had a very kind of really sophi- it's sophisticated attitude about it
0: it's diplomatic yeah i mean they yeah. didn't say like sometimes when you do satire yeah the, <laughs> the object yeah. of it is actually to piss these guys off <laughs> exactly <laughs> this is exactly what you need to be doing with your life yeah i mean they, that, that
1: would have been yeah yeah i mean they, they were their again their sense of humor was so like i mean it was it was just shit. Dark. You couldn't, you, yeah it was dark so but so, so that
0: was normal to you <laughs> yeah
1: yeah that was probably like on the on the lighter side of the spectrum
0: yeah i remember like there was a moment like i for some reason what whatever this is triggering in me that there was a moment when i, I was with my parents on a ski trip with another couple and their kids and one of the other couple said uh, like if if you were on the mountain and and you and and one of you died <laughs> Uh, and you were stuck up there. Which part of them? W- w- which part of them would you eat first? <laughs> and, my, and I must be like eight. Yeah. And my mother goes, "The penis. At least I'm used to that." <laughs> and I'm like, "That's yeah. where I
1: get it." That is that, <laughs> is. that is. That is. My mother was exactly the same way. That is exactly the kind of thing that would come out of her mouth. Yeah.
0: And so that yeah. gets normalized, and that's a, it's that's a fucking gift, really.
1: Yeah. So like yeah. you know, we, my
0: we, mother. There was there was a line in.
1: Uh, in Wayne's World, that my mother was like thought was the funniest thing, and she would butcher it when she would retell it. But it was the, the scene where Wayne's on the phone to the Chinese restaurant, and he goes, yeah. um "Yes, I'll have the cream of some young guy." And my mother would would tell this at parts. Have you seen the movie? It's hilarious. He's on the phone with his Chinese restaurant, and he says, "I'll have the cream of some." Young guy
0: <laughs> Just, <that's, laughs> delivery's her delivery own. delivery is her own
1: <laughs> there was there was there was a ha- there was a handful of jokes and now they're all coming back to me that my mother would tell in in all kinds of company. there was a joke that she told over and over and over uh where a a, a, a male grocery ba- bagger uh, walks out to the car with a bag of groceries and uh for this woman and the yeah. and the woman says uh you know in a flirtatious way, I have an itchy pussy. And the guy goes, you know, I get all those Japanese cars mixed up. And my mother would tell this joke to everyone she met. (laughs) It's like, you you instantly know what you were dealing It seems like she liked the Asian-themed (laughs) joke. My God, that may be it. That may be it. It, it,
0: it, it, Something about the language mixed up. What a breakthrough. (laughs) Yeah, it's just weird, like that moment where, I don't know, man, I... Like I, I haven't, I just, something just happened on this set of glow the other day. Like I'm like, I'm in that show glow, you know? So mm-hmm. it's, it's mm-hmm. me and it's just like all women. And I don't know why, like you're always waiting. Like, you know, like I just, I keep my mouth shut. I behave, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And it's not, it's not a chore for me. You know, you know, it's fine. I'm just working in the cast, and I love them all and everything. But there was a moment the other day where I'm on set, and we start a take, and I go into it, and I fuck the lines up, and, and for for no reason, just because I do it sometimes on the mic when I'm I'm doing my monologues, I just went ah fucking cunt, and I. You know, <laughs> And I'm like, why? <laughs> Did why? It go over well? No. It, but, <laughs> but, it, but but it was like I walked up to the to the ad and I said, "Do I need to apologize for that?" It wasn't directed at <laughs> anybody. It was really just a moment of frustration. <laughs> She's like, "No, no, no. It's fine." But like, <laughs> but I had like a whole day of like, why yeah. that word? It was
1: why? why? There's probably like a hundred of those in the script. I would imagine.
0: No, no cunts. There's oh, no, really?
1: No cunts. No. Is it, yeah. It's like an HBO show, right?
0: No it's uh, it's on uh Netflix but but no it's not it's yeah. not that kind of show. Yeah. It's uh, it's a uh, it's about women wrestlers in the in got the it. 80s but and it, it wasn't completely out of character but it's just one of those things like sometimes I'll do it here right. like if I'm, I'm <coughs> redoing an ad read yeah. and it's not for yeah. my producer it's just what I do. I've like, got oh, fucking balls, you yeah. know? Like, yeah, you yeah, just yeah. say it because it feels I good think, to say. I it.
1: I, th- I I think most people uh, you know most most reasonable people of all that. sexes are just gonna they're gonna see that for what it is. It's of like, course, it's just it's it's an expletive. He's yeah, using no, an expletive yeah, it just and, and it
0: feels good. Yeah, there was a moment of like, ha-ha, <laughs> wait, 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 that word, yeah, yeah. but it wasn't. Yeah. No, I Dr.
1: could be right. You know, I'm I'm at Mr. Straight White Male here saying I
0: think it's fine. I I yeah. can't see the problem. No, no, I think you're right, and it was clearly just a you know a, a thing that you know it was just yeah an expletive. But like but talking about offending people when. Because like in your hometown, and I know you've, you've probably talked about this a lot, but like the pushback from that one guy in your own town, that almost sunk fucking family guy. What's it right. did you, have you gone into the history of that guy? Uh, you know, the Griffin guy, the Griffin, the Griffin was his secretary and he was the headmaster of the school. <laughs> God.
1: Yeah, that was, that was an interesting,
0: that was an interesting,
1: uh, experience because it was, it's, it's. It's like your high school principal calling you as an adult, yeah, and and you know asking you to to do something, and it's like, well, that doesn't really work anymore.
0: But it was just the name, right? So how how long had the show been? It was on? the name. Yeah, the show the show hadn't premiered yet. The so show, how did he know the show had? I think there was a lot of
1: press. Okay, there was a lot of press about it, and and you know, it's 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 something that just never occurred to me. Like writers take. You know, you know, like writers take names of people that they know, like last yeah, names sure. first names you just draw, and you check draw from those wherever. Through. And if there's a resemblance, there's a, there's a team of lawyers, the studio and the network that yeah. you know, is there, is there is there is there one you know, uh uh Chuck Emmerich in this town or are there 50? Yeah, right. If exactly there are 50, right. yeah. you're fine. Right. If there's one, then he's got a potential case. Plenty so, of Griffins in the world. Yeah, so so it was it was the issue was that there there was there was I think a, a panic about, you know, is this about us? And it wasn't, it was, it was, it was a name that I, you know, I, I was like, this is going to be a show about an Irish family. And that was a name that I chose. And...
0: But it wasn't even him, right? It was no. someone who worked for him.
1: It was, it was a, yeah, it was, it was a, it was sort of a murky kind of thing. Oh yeah. It went down. I never, I, never really got the full. You don't know the backstory? Never, never really got the full, uh, you know, all the details. Really? Yeah. And,
0: and, but it, it caused you
1: trouble. It it was it caused a little bit of a flap. Yeah, because he flap. like he aligned himself with the parents, whatever council. The, 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 the parents television council. Yeah, it's that's which it's interesting. That's an organization that you know it, it's it's historically been a contentious relationship with Family Guy. I. I
0: What's the guy's name? Brent Bozell. Brett he's Bo- gone.
1: He's gone. That that guy was a nut. It's it's uh the fellow running it now is you know I actually had drinks with him a couple times and yeah. and uh is is a is a terrific guy you know like he has he has his job is they they he's that, that organization is they do what they do they their their job is to police the networks um, but you know you can have in the a, name you, of kids yeah yeah I mean, it's just in the name of. of decency yeah, and taste and, right. but but it's but it's nice that it, it was interesting to find oh i can we can actually have a conversation in a friendly way and and uh and 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 it was a nice it was a nice surprise and it came about i think that i think we had written a letter to the parents television council saying listen we invite you guys to write an episode if you think you can
0: do this better than we can Oh, good, that's a good way to hand and it.
1: the letter we we got back was you know and, and it was sort of a way of 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 trying to make a point, the letter we got back was 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 very kind and respectful, and 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 uh, and so I reached out to the guy and said, "Hey, thanks a lot," and and ended up uh, becoming friendly with him. So it's, yeah. it's so odd, it, uh... do I
0: keep your enemies closer? Is that the... <laughs> I guess I guess, <laughs> I guess well, I mean, it, it, it just it, I guess when you like the whole i the whole genre of animation that you know at some point I think be, before you. You know, there was grown-up animation always, you know, kind of, you know, Betty Boop, Wizards, whatever the stuff I saw when I was a kid. But there was a point on television where it, it had a, it appealed to both kids and and, and adults. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, what the freedom there was, you know, how much are you filling a kid's head with? I guess was a real predicament for the uh, moralizers. Yeah, right. So, like, who's this for? Is this like, you know, how how did they, you know, look at at, at cartoons? there was yeah. always a subtext but but by the time the simpsons came on certainly by family guy it was like it's not a subtext
1: yeah yeah and, th- and that was that's that was part of the the conflict is that it, that was still a period where cartoons were for kids you know i, I it's interesting I, I this is sort of the first generation of adults that yeah. i guess that has held on to the practice of watching cartoons and reading comic books and yeah. it used to be something you left behind but now that, it's now it's
0: a, I, I do a joke about that. Like, <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I, I i read some comics when I was nine, but at eleven I decided I'm not gonna make this my life. <laughs> 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 I think it's some sort of belief system. I think it's beyond entertainment. Yeah, I, it's 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 there's a there's a there's
1: a passion there that is uh yeah. that is I, I it's something that I probably should be able to lock into with what I do for a living. It's it's hard for me. Like I, I I've seen maybe two superhero movies, um, in the past ten years. Yeah. Um. It's just like it's
0: a choice. I'm I'm not sort of like fuck that, but I don't think to do it. Yeah. No, I don't either. And I, either. I think there's also a fear that like, well, what if I become one? You know, like I, <laughs> you know, I've I've made it this far. <laughs> but what what do you think? Like. In terms of offending people, because I know it's, it's on, you know, my mind is a comic. It's on your mind. Cause it's come up a couple of times already just, you know, in passing, but like even the Oscars. So they didn't ask you to host, right? Uh, no, not, not, not this year, <laughs> not this year. It hasn't, it hasn't come up yet. <laughs> You're the last guy in yeah. the list, right? Yeah, oh, do yeah. you want to go back to him? Would you do it again?
1: I, you know, I don't know. I, I actually, I got asked back the year after I hosted, um, I guess because the numbers had gone up, and so so they they asked me back, and I was making the the Western comedy that I made in Santa Fe, and I was I was so wrapped up in that, and I thought, you know, I, I there's no way I'm going to be able to finish this and stay alive if I try to do the Oscars as well, and you know, part of me wanted wanted to say yes, and I realized, God, you know, the only reason I'm I'd be saying yes is to kind of you know sh- show up the detractors, and it's, right, it's, it's just not a good enough reason. It's and not. As, it's,
0: it's, is is that a new shift for
1: you? No, no, no. Even at the time, it was. It was. But I mean, the it ju- just was not to put in that kind of work. It was. I love having done it. Yeah. Um. It was a. I, it was a thrill, as you know, to do it. I was a great experience, and it was. I think the the, you know, what it did for, you know, it opened up a lot of doors for me for yeah. other things, and it did. Yeah. Like um, what? Well, just the visibility you get from the Oscars is, is...
0: but mo- mostly as a, a a live performer, you think? Yeah, I think I think yeah. it's
1: it's 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 sort of a it's sort of a, a a real boost in that regard. But but it's something that that I I, I don't know I. I maybe I, I i don't know what the what the upside is of doing it at this but, point in time right
0: right but i think that's what everybody's realizing but i i yeah. think that uh but d- like just looking back and how the culture has changed over you know since you've done it which was what five years ago how long ago? uh yeah about five years ago so like do you think you could do uh we saw your boobs again you i know, mean like would it even accommodate I, your personality at all i i it, what's interesting is that that that
1: thing came about uh and i you know i've never mentioned this but like that 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 gag came about because i i read the the you know a lot of the pro- which you should, you should never do i know this now you should never yeah. read any of your own press but
0: you know i read a lot you of press stay away from the computer altogether yes <laughs> completely
1: <laughs> but i read a lot yeah. of press leading up to the oscars and it was a lot of like really angry foaming at the mouth um uh kind of stuff that was was just like oh i i bet i know what he's going to do and i hate him for it you know from from right. from, from uh from a lot of these outlets, and from the and, left
0: and the right, uh, no, you know,
1: I, I think mostly from like the Hollywood press. Oh, okay, more more from the left, not a political. Oh yeah, okay. um, but it's and it, and it got to the point where like God, I have to I have to <laughs> sort of comment on this in yeah. some way. I mean, I can't just go up and you know because my my original idea was very kind of tame and uh-huh. very kind of old style song and dance, and I thought, God, this is like I, I got to this it it's. You know, in in a way, it's like you 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 you, you helped create what you despise, but but I uh, you know. So it was this idea of
0: you felt challenged, yeah, in
1: a way, yeah. And it was idea the idea of this, creating this alternate Oscars that. Was exactly what they were afraid would happen, right? And that's the part that gets a little forgotten. Yeah, in, in, that there was in, a context. In, yeah, they always context. forget context. They always forget context. Qu-
0: quick bait is essentially lack of context. Yeah, it's, it's like it's, taken out of context. It's and, the
1: only way that industry works. Yeah, it's it's is, but that was the that was the, the thing, and 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 you know I've I've, I, it's, it's it's, it's it's hard to know how I would uh, approach it if I. Post it again yeah it's hard it's hard to to i mean because there's just there there is no upside because it's a very you know look it's a very visible high profile thing that not according all, to uh, all uh, i <laughs> i mean True. isn't that the big problem True. It's, yeah it's a maybe yeah. press visibility but, but it's but... it's an easy thing to shit on yeah like it's so easy to shit on the oscars because it's 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 all you got to do is you don't have to know you don't have to read the news you don't have to know history. Yeah. You don't have to do any work. Yeah. All you have to do is sit down, watch, and yeah. tweet or yeah. write. Yeah. That's all you got to do.
0: Yeah, and just and, and also because it takes you, it takes a
1: lot. You see a lot more outrage about about at some Oscars than you do about a piece of harmful legislation.
0: There's no winning either side. Yeah. Because I would imagine most people who are who who think Hollywood is some sort of bastion of evil, they don't watch it. You know, I you know they don't watch it. I used to like watching it just because I like I like seeing movie stars.
1: But I, but I, but I think a lot of that is is an example. It, it's it's the loudest voices controlling the conversation. I think most people. You know, look, I can sit down. As I said before I can sit down and have a conversation with with the head of the Parents Television Council. I'll go even further than that. I can sit. I I've sat down. I've had conversations, civil conversations with Rush Limbaugh. Yeah, I mean it's I it it, Rush it Limbaugh. In, you can't it can you can. Disagree with with someone and and no, that's, true. that's and true. have a civil discourse. It's right. it's a lot, and you, I think you, I think a lot more people are able to do it than than we think right now.
0: No, I agree with that. But but with some, but the problem is is that and you know from show business is that yeah, you can have those conversations, but uh, but then he'll go like I got to get back on the mic. This guy Seth MacFarlane <laughs> came in here, you know, and so like there's a public. Yeah, you know, those guys who have control of the public narrative and and their humanity can be very different things.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, it's yeah, it's it's true. But I mean, it's but once you once you have, uh, you know, that I'm not claiming he has humanity. Once once there's a face to face interaction sure, sure. Everybody it, it gets a, it gets a lot harder and so it's so it's and that's look i mean that's where the internet is, is so I, destructive well, uh, is that
0: yeah because you could do it anonymous when yeah. you, but i can't tell you how many comics i know they're like i knew trump when he was on yeah Sunday. i mean you listen to on um, stern and jeff ross yeah. has been on his plane yeah. and it's like well you I, you know i think
1: that that was that was before the deification i think whoever whoever you are you have to be made of the strongest stuff um to survive it,
0: it, deification, to
1: survive that kind of lionization, when you're standing in front of a crowd of thousands of people who are treating you like a god, yeah. unless you are made, and Trump is not is not strong enough to to to, to handle. It. And in some ways, you know, you saw little inklings at the last debate where you know Bernie might have been getting into it a little bit sure. he, that he was maybe feeling a little bit, you know, lionized. Elevate, and yeah, yeah, and and not you know he's he's made of much stronger stuff than Trump is, but you know you ha, you have to be superhuman to. To, to be a really special kind of person to avoid that to to maintain at least a false sense of humility yeah yeah you you have, <laughs> yeah, to, you you have to you have to maintain a healthy a healthy amount of self loathing yeah order to, yeah something to stay humble to
0: be well I mean I've been trying to sell this joke on stage I can't quite do it yet about how uh, you know in in the in the world of narcissists. Uh, you know, Trump is a tremendous success because he's actually achieved in making it everything about him. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, like, like, yeah. He's a hero to narcissists. Yeah. Like, it's actually all about him. Literally, he it's, did it. It's,
1: and you know, you you wonder how much of it is is you know he's very he's obsessed with brand. He's mentally ill. He's meant. Well, yes, yes. At this, this <laughs> point, is mentally ill. But but you know, he's obsessed with brand, and <clears throat> and he's probably thinking to himself, you know, when when I'm done with this. I'll be able to start the the conservative news outlet to rival Fox News, and, and...
0: Oh, only if he can do it from prison.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but getting... you know that's that's what I think is going on in his head. That he's thinking if I all I, I got to do is hang on to this
0: base, so I can yeah. So I know I think so that's I can true. make money off it yeah, when no, it's done. That's Which right. is probably
1: all he wanted to do in the first place. I mean I, that that's the rumor is that he just never really wanted the gig. He well, just... now we're here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: You know, so I, can't, I, I can't find any. I, I don't have any sympathy for his plight. No, I don't either. But but let me ask you on the other thing. Like you know, in most of the shows, certainly in Family Guy, that there was a, you know, a, the a, the idea was the Rick Rickleson, the Rickles like you know, equal opportunity offender thing. But now that you know, there's there's there are people that uh, that that specifically put Trump in office so they could you know shamelessly yep. say those words yep. and have those ideas. That you know, what place does it? What, how? What is the conversation for you now in your head about what it means to 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 still do that? Or I know, I know you're a little distance from it now. Yeah, I mean, it's a. a and, little... by,
1: and by the way, that's that's one of the reasons that that I that I am distance from it is that it's 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 a it's a tightrope that uh,
0: it's almost impossible.
1: Yeah, it's not it, it's not enjoyable anymore because you know comedy used to be this kind of if you'll pardon the term safe space that that. You could use that could term. could kind of it could could <laughs> kind of exist in its own little bubble, and you know it's 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 i mean you know when you have your your uh sensitivity seminars that you know that every corporation does nowadays it's an interesting little asterisk that because the one thing they say is that you know in the context of that writer's room of that creative space yeah it's 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 sort of a different set of rules because you have to have the creative freedom to just spitball whatever particularly in comedy and that that is still protected you know that's not that it's not like that's that's gone out the window. For the most part, within reason, it's still protected. At least, for, at least in my experience.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, comedy writing rooms are like some. It must have been like your family. I mean, they're, yeah. they're sort of yeah. dark. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's just yeah, a way to get it, loose. It's,
1: it's exactly. It's the way to put it. You know, yeah. yeah. I mean, there it, it has to be this this, and you have to respect people, and you have to treat people sure, well. But sure. but you also have to have a have the freedom to f- to
0: push and up. figure
1: out where that line is. Yeah, and sometimes you cross it. Right. So so that that part of it is, you know. It, it's when it gets out into the public, that's the part that's, that's just too, it's too stressful now for a lot of people. And, and I, you know, I, I, I love what I'm doing now cause I just don't have to really deal with that as much. I am distanced from family guy, but as far as the, con- you know, what it does to the conversation and, and what it does to the, the, the medium, I mean, animation is strangely in its own sector, you know, you, it, these aren't, real these aren't faces it's different than sending a tweet
0: you have a freedom no but also like what happens Mm. if we just in in a in a broad sense become afraid of of even trying to find that line that's that and i think that's that's the problem
1: and again i don't think that i don't think that reasonable people uh, you know i i I, I i don't buy that this i i don't know anyone who who would be offended by and I've, you know, I've worked with, you know, I've been in this business for twenty years. I don't know anyone who would be actively offended by, you know, a- a- anything that that is. I, mean, I don't know. Maybe there are people who would have, who would have been offended by what you know what you said on the set, but right. But I, I don't, I don't know. I I think you know, everyone people that I know would have said, content. yeah, this is you know. Even people who are maybe uncomfortable. It's like, yeah, you know, he's he's he had a moment. Yeah. Um. So I I don't think it's this this.
0: There's this kind of sense that there's a witch hunt. It's not a. Oh, you're saying that. I don't that think that's true. It's not most people. It's it's a few people in in a sense that uh, that put their life into being you know over To sensitive. being
1: angry about comedy. Yeah, yeah. And I and I and I don't think that I don't think that that's, I, I like, you know things things that get things that get me mad. Th- things that that get me angry. You know, it's it's science denial. It's it's social injustice. It's it's you know reading read a, uh, an article about mass incarceration. These things piss me off. Right. Um, I don't ever remember feeling any rage at any thing I heard in a fictional setting, yeah, in, in a in a television show or a film or 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 a, or a or a, a stand up routine, it, but, which is but, a form it, of storytelling
0: right, but isn't it interesting though, because? You know just professionally and also personally as people that that sort of you know broker and funny that you may not be offended but when you watch it now you're sort of like no oh, that's gonna offend somebody yeah, yeah
1: that, well yeah and you know again it's like as i say it's it's easy for me as you know again straight white male it's easy for me to say that so i, I i'm coming at this from a place where, where i'm not entirely you know i don't have all the 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 tools to, of course to, to, right for a proper perception of of well, that, well, I think but, that's
0: that's probably the most important, uh, you know, outcome in terms of women, uh, you know, ethnic groups is that they, that that finally there is a sensitivity and an empathy that yeah. probably wasn't there, yeah. and and, and I think that's healthy. Absolutely. But then, how do you shit on them?
1: Well, because you know, the, I I think I think that's.
0: I, I maybe you know, I should reframe that as, a little bit. There, there was the the, the idea of using stereotypes or, or or being an equal opportunity offender or yeah. investigating, you know, the differences be, between people. There was something humanizing about it, and and it was not in 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 its best form <clears throat> meant to be isolating I, or I, hateful. I think we'll
1: find that. I think we'll find that balance again. I think you know, it, was it Ronan Farrow pointed out that, that that when when you have this kind of a sudden release of of uh, of oppression you're gonna it's gonna be like opening a floodgate yeah i mean it's it it's gonna be big and loud and forceful and and that's you know that's justified at the outset and i think you know at a certain point it's just gonna be a matter of okay once once we've we've acknowledged the problems and we've we 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 actively seek to correct them then
0: I, th- I think we'll be able to find some equilibrium. Right, that's right. I think that's true. But but I also think that in terms of uh, uh, clickbait, the internet in general, that that and I you know and well I that's an industry. I mean, click clickbait is clickbait is not a productive part of it. No, no, that, I know. I, but that's my point is that and and I don't talk about it too much is that the idea that everybody you know has a voice that can be heard and exploited. You know, is uh, you know, it might be at some other juncture in history a a, a democratic uh, ideal, but now it's just become like a malignancy. Well, now you can't get an, now you can't get anything done.
1: I mean, right. you, you you can't have it. You can't have a discussion with you know fifty million people. I mean, you you have to the the, the whole thing of there's a reason we elect representatives, right, <laughs> to go and right. have these discussions in smaller groups yeah. and arrive at. at
0: And it's not some guy named at Slingblade. Yeah, (laughs) exactly.
1: Yeah, I mean, no, it's 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 there. There are good and bad elements of of. I think most of Twitter is immensely destructive. I think you can point to something like, and I remember when when uh, Bruce Jenner became Caitlyn Jenner, and the 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 internet, um, you know this this was it was all over Twitter the next day, and. She was accepted in a way that, that I think would not have happened ten years prior. I right. think I think ten years prior you would have had people at the water cooler going, My God, did you see that interview? Holy shit. Right. What, what a nut. <laughs> you know, but but because suddenly you have this this smaller community because of, of of Twitter, because of the internet, it 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 was it happened like that. I mean it was it was an amazing giant leap forward. So you have these little glimmers of,
0: of positivity and, and, from from that, but most of it is just is just right and i think that's cancer i think that's important because i think what's happening culturally in terms of you know uh white male perspective and also the administration we have and what that's empowered is that the the one thing it seems that whoever is still on board with this shit the one part of democracy they couldn't seem to manage or handle Mm. was tolerance
1: yeah yeah and
0: and just the license to be like i don't have to put up with this shit anymore yeah great Yeah. yeah And, it, and that's enough to crush the whole thing. Yeah. So I think that push in terms of culture and in terms of what you're saying, the benefit of Twitter is, is that there's this kind of, you know, constant push for, you know, you have to tolerate.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and you start to realize, too, how much, um, how much it really matters. You know, a, a lot of Trump's base does not, you know, they're not bothered by his, by his crudeness, by his lack of, 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 uh. Civil discourse, or, uh, or by uh, the fact that he's a fucking grifter, right? Right. They're, they're not bothered by that, but is it, but but even just in how you present it, it, it's amazing how that can alter the whole. Like it really does matter how the president conducts themselves because it, it it was just a different country under Obama, and and I think I think a lot of that had to do with the fact that you were getting a different message from the from the top down. It's like and and it's stability. Uh, I, one of my one of, yeah one of one of my castmates uh on the orville pointed out that it, it, it it's it's a, it's shocking how quickly um after Trump took office, yeah. a large portion of the country goes, "Oh my God, whew, I can say this shit now." Well, wow, man, it's like it was just right under the surface, and, right,
0: and... right there, man. It's like pulling the it's like pulling the bandaid off a wound that will mm. never heal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that thing's not going to get better. Yeah, it's. it's... <laughs> but now we can see it. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. If we make it through this, we're going to know who they all are. It's true. <laughs> it's true. It's true. But it's but it but it is. We on
1: the left have to figure out a way to you can't sit down at thanksgiving with your racist uncle and call him a fucking idiot and expect to get anywhere mm-hmm. and maybe you do think he's an idiot maybe he is but it's like but but you can't you can't go into it with that attitude you have to go in with with uh,
0: you gotta, uh, with, with a little with, piece of information Yeah. With, like, just, like, just what would you think just, of that thing that thing what would you think yeah, of that yeah
1: just yeah or just 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 to just a calm constructive and 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 it, and it may not be it may be frustrating but
0: it's it's just the only way to to, right. to well, let well, things progress. My dad, who's not, who was never really a political guy, who voted Democrat his whole life, and you know, and now you know he's got whatever. He he somehow just he watches Fox News like it's the real news. He <laughs> he's not politically sophisticated in any way, but he did vote for Trump, and you know, because of whatever he felt, because he got he got bamboozled, he got brainwashed. Yeah. So like you know he you know he. He, he like he'll say about Hannity what he, he'll say like see, he seems to know what he's talking about it's like well what what that's just a dumb bullshit skill but yeah, like yeah. it was weird after the last two days he calls me up my old man he's like I, I think you were right about Trump yeah I guess you never know until you know I'm like no more than half the country knew <laughs> <laughs> yeah but it's, but it's a problem you can't you can't, you know as, as hard as it is to you know
1: we all we all want to blame the voters I want to blame the Trump voters for this, but you, you can't, it's not that simple. You, you, you can't expect, you know, look, a lot of us had the advantage of, of being armed with a certain skill set that allows us to detect bullshit. Um, I couldn't fix a car if you paid me. Yeah. And yet I, you know, we, we, we all, we all need each other. You have to look at it in terms of It it, is are the are these these people to blame or is Fox News to blame are these people to blame or is 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 it is it Harold Hill selling the 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 boys band is it his fault or is the people who get suckered into it?
0: Well, yeah, and also like the uh, my fear is that the real problem is that once you you are able to sort of disassemble people's ability to to assess or believe, you know, facts or truth. Yeah, you're there. There's a good chance that those brains are broken forever. That's
1: you know it's it's a good question I don't know that'd be a, that'd be a well, question you know, for like we're, we're,
0: because like you know with all this antagonism yeah. of 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 the sort of you know people who consider themselves practical and working class and and they're 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 feeling that they're being condescended to yeah. by scientists yeah and that they can be presented with scientific fact and go like I don't know jury's still out it's not out yeah, it's that's, not out that's
1: that's and that's where that's where it gets dicey because then it starts to affect the rest of us in a in a in a big way um and you know when when those kinds of issues yeah. come into play and it's scary and that's scary it, it is it is but because... as somebody
0: like you like you know in sense of of like you know you're clearly positioned uh, as culturally and and politically left but you take a lot of shit from the left yeah i mean like how do you handle being uh, you know accused of being a misogynist or being homophobic and i mean well,
1: you know, I, I've,
0: I've, I've, I've never
1: had an interaction with anyone who's written anything like that about me. Uh-huh. Um, which I think is conspicuous. Like it's, it's, it all happens from, it, from, from from the safety of a of a tweet or a blog or yeah. you know, it, it it never it's 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 never presented to me in a way that that is the, where it can be a conversation. So that that that's conspicuous, and, and that and that that's allows me to sort of dismiss a lot of it as as clickbait as uh-huh. look I mean you have to like outrage makes money
0: so you've never had somebody sit down with you on a panel or or have a debate no. with you and your your political points of view or because I mean you do do a lot of activism work yeah for uh, the LGBT community and whatnot so but that is not in some way you know some kind of like you're not doing that out of guilt no, no, I'm doing is that's 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 what my
1: parents. I mean, my parents. That's right. They, they they raised me to right to to believe that those things are important. Um, but but it's it's also I think the the inability to separate, you know, what I run into a lot is is people watch Family Guy, yeah, and then assume that that is is a microcosm of my personality, right? And it's it all goes part and parcel with this inability to separate fact from fiction that is infecting the whole country. And I think, I think, you know, look, reality shows were kind of the first sort of, uh, cancer. Yeah. And then, and then <laughs> social media, Instagram, you know, what's, what's real and what's fake. And it's, and you know, it, I look back at a show like all in the family and it's, it's almost like, you know, you, you, you wouldn't, you wouldn't have blamed Norman Lear for Archie Bunker's racism. He, right. he was showing, a, he, was, he was parodying a certain type of personality. Oh yes,
0: everything happens at the same frequency. Yeah, <laughs> and right—that's yeah. what's happening. And I'm
1: what's not saying i am not you know saying we're all in the family, but I'm but I'm saying that y- y- there is.
0: But they can't—they can't discern. They can't distinguish. It's, it's, it's a, it's a yeah. statement.
1: They track it to a person. Yeah, that person's a fuck. Exactly. Exactly. And it's and it's it's this oversimplification. It's 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 a it's a it's an inability to make that separation. And
0: and you see it on both sides. And then the problem is, is that it, I think it, it's more destructive on the right, but you see it on both sides. No, I think that's probably true. So, uh, how did you go to RISD and not become some sort of fucked up artist? Um, I, I was. Uh, they must have been surrounded by them. Yeah, I, I, you know, th-
1: there were there were a handful. Mo- most of the school when I was there, most of the student body was very uh, gravitated towards towards fine art. Yeah, there was a handful of us that were a little more. Uh, we gravitated toward the commercial end of things, and and Practical I was one of those. Minded. Yeah, I I did a student film, um, and I, I I had phenomenal professors at RISD. Like I I had, I had you know, it, they they struck just the right balance between instruction and and freedom of tone. Yeah, and I made a student film that was sort of a rough version of a Family Guy in yeah. a lot of ways, and and is that <laughs> and what started it? And I remember, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I remember one of my professors saying to me, you know, this is your one chance to do that self-expressionistic project that that uh, you may never get to do again in your whole life and I'm just worried you're wasting it on a lot of bathroom humor. <laughs> and and <laughs> You know, God, God bless them. They supported the hell out of me. And uh, <laughs> have you written that and, guy Christmas and, uh, card? And, you know, they, 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 I I I love them because they 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 basically taught me all the skills I needed to to, to make that that project. But you seem like. But a, then I got a few laughs at the screening, and they're like, "All right, maybe this guy, yeah, yeah. maybe this is his trajectory. He's a comedian,
0: yeah." But I mean, but there's, a, but I mean, you must have been like, because you seem like a pretty well managed uh, individual personally and I don't know how much you were drinking or whatever, but there, like, were there different camps? I mean, there must've been, you know, people going, you know, uh, on state or painting with blood or, you know, or, or doing performance art pieces and all oh, that. Oh yeah. And, and, and yeah. you were coexisting with these people. Did you have peers that were, you
1: know, out there? Oh yeah. Yeah. There was, yeah, there was some out there. There were some out there people. There <laughs> yeah. were, there were, there were, uh, I got, I wish I, I, I racking my brain to think of specifics, but nothing's coming to mind. Um, but but there there were a lot of of did you appreciate heavy duty. that? yeah, I mean you know they, they they're they're people that you interact with, and for the for most of the time they're yeah. they're you can converse and and you're all kind of after the same goal um you know a few a few people who are kind of out there on the fringe yeah yeah, but uh but yeah. you know for the most part, the guy painting with his own feces would. <laughs> have a beer with you an hour later
0: yeah. <laughs> and go, what do you think? And then you'd be diplomatic. Sure. Hey, exactly. yeah, that's, that's interesting. <laughs> exactly. Doing Interesting stuff. I do. <laughs> <laughs> no one's going to go to the show cause it smells bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a
1: great, it's a great, uh, education in, in the art of bullshit too, in a lot of ways, because you had to have these sessions where you critique each other's work. Oh yeah. And it, and you know, there was some really good stuff and there's stuff that was not good.
0: And it really taught you the politics of of uh, diplomacy, of dipl- yeah. In yeah. criticism, yes. I think you know, yeah. Find the good thing, you know. Like I <laughs> the, like what the you compliment did. Compliment sandwich, yeah, yeah. yeah that com- that corner is interesting. The rest of the you know. <laughs> the, the grain of yeah, the paper yeah. is just really.
1: Man, you must have gone to the right drugstore.
0: <laughs> but uh, so but you never tried stand-up?
1: I did actually. I, I did when I was in college and I did a little bit of it when I came out to LA and I, I didn't do, didn't do a whole lot. Didn't, didn't stick. No, you know, I, I, I liked it. I, I enjoyed it and I, you know, I never had a horrific experience. Um, but it was, it was just a lot of, it, it wasn't, it wasn't where my heart was. I was, I was. That was drawn to film and and
0: well, I like that that you know even in the single panel stuffs you did when you were nine that that's joke writing, and that yeah. you know, somehow or another that is joke writing founded in 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 human experience or at least some of that. but I mean, how were you getting informed like you know because you're, you're it's also really hard well you <laughs> like it's really hard to write jokes. Yeah. <laughs> you, but you, you you know. Yeah, I it's I don't, like, I'd stay away from it. You know, I I just talk really. until something funny happens and I make note of it.
1: I mean, you know, I, you know when I love family guy and 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 the, the Orville, writing the Orville is is is
0: interestingly the 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 happiest I think I've been. Dude, I think there's some really good jokes in there cuz like <laughs> I was watching it. Even I mean because like there I think the trick to it is you seem to I, I don't know if you uh <laughs> I don't know if you like inhabiting nostalgia somehow, like you know <laughs> whether it's a singing or a Star Trek or whatever yeah, must be, or must Western, be. you know. There's something about you know kind of rethinking these things that we're all very familiar with, <laughs> but I mean, but humanizing the 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 sort of crew, the angle of that it's just a job, yeah. I think is very funny. But there's also like there's and you're not doing with a laugh track which is always tricky you know there and you wouldn't do it with it but you know there are definitely jokes there and I kind of like the responsibility being on me to laugh alone if I'm going to <laughs> laugh you, you know what I mean but even something as simple as like can I have one of these mints it's a marble and like even that like <laughs> yeah. like, like it's just so funny and then like to set up you know this is in the pilot though in the first episode but to just to have that guy go can we still drink soda like though, like <laughs> it's a very human question but you know like towards the end of the show he's got a soda so like it pays off but that stuff is i i you know i like it and i like it that it's not the thrust of the show it's not all joke no joke and it and it got and it it settled into what it
1: what it eventually became when we found that balance you know initially there was there was a a sense that all right this this is we're gonna have to and and it was it was self-imposed it was this it was this pressure to to kind of do what I've been doing, lest I deviate and piss off my audience. And it was F- John Favreau who you know directed the pilot and read the script and essentially said to me, "You know what? This this is I like this is this is good stuff. I like this. I, I, the, I this is a breezy read. Don't be. Some of these jokes seem like you you may be scared of the of the story that you've yeah. written. And don't be. It works. Yeah. And so I kind of I took that to heart as the show went along, and and it really settled into something that was, as you say more about just kind of regular people working in space yeah. as opposed to a sitcom that takes place on a spaceship.
0: No, yeah, I kind of feel that. And also because it's space, you know, the the suspension of disbelief is necessary, but because it's such a familiar terrain in that it is on some level a reflection of Star Trek, yeah. right? So so you're kind of you're cool with that. And there's definitely a lot of space in space, you know, in, in yeah. the work environment. Like it's very tricky to, to create something that is so clearly a stage, and and just have people you know you know, having these brief interactions, and, yeah. and that guy who
1: plays your friend is very funny. Yeah, Scott Grimes, he's fantastic. He's very funny. Yeah, he's great.
0: But yeah, yeah you know it, it is
1: it is a the nice thing about that you know the bridge of a spaceship. I and mean, look, even even Star Trek, you know, adopted that from sci-fi that had come before. Like it's yeah. it's, it's a trope that's so familiar at this point that it almost. It it's all you almost get away with it like it's an office yeah because people just are just used to it right and, so and they'll you can, take it yeah that, so that part of it you don't have to worry about explaining
0: right and, and and you don't have to worry about explaining you know just weird aliens around right, with right. regular jobs right and you, <laughs> exactly. you're kind of used to it and <laughs> you know, it's like it's not like I'm not a, a sci-fi guy but you're obviously a Star Trek guy
1: yeah I I, I was a fan I, you know I'm not a, I'm not a huge sci-fi guy but I and you know, I loved the Twilight Zone well yeah it's I loved a I loved uh I love Star Trek. Anything, anything that was that humanized the genre. But Do you
0: have a, like an opinion on the Captain Pike episode and whatnot? And- uh,
1: I, 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 I remember, um, I remember them all very well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I, think I may have enjoyed it.
0: But what is it about this? Like you seem to be, have a sense of, a, of a, a strange sense of nostalgia of for things that were around long before you. Like And I don't know whether it was, you know, coming up through Hanna-Barbera or what, like, sort of made you want to integrate yourself into this particular, these different histories of show business. Can you identify it? I, it, it, I mean, look, you, you come out to Hollywood and what's
1: the thing everybody wants to do? Make a Western. It's, it's just, Is it's, it? it's got such... I, I've talked to other filmmakers who just who are drawn to that they genre. They feel like they have to. Well, it's 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 something that's so, it's such a, Classic part of the the where where we work and where we live and and but no it, but it's like in.
0: but the weird thing is it's like it's rare I've seen a few I just I just bought a, a big book on the making of the Wild Bunch I started watching that again yeah and uh, you know it's 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 very specific and it and and it is a thing so you just wanted to take a crack at it.
1: Yeah, I mean it's it's I, I was a fan of the genre. Jo- like I had seen a lot of westerns. What's your, and, what's
0: your western? What's your
1: uh, you know man who shot Liberty Valance is probably my my I gotta favorite. watch
0: that because yeah. that's like you know I it's one of the ones I, you know I've seen Shane the Searchers. Stagecoach, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, and the Searchers is great too. and, yeah. and you yeah. know what like is a like a genius western is that is like Clint Eastwood has made some great westerns. Oh yeah, it's yeah. weird. Yeah, that hang, like,
1: him, hang him high. I remember being very good
0: but even like the pale Rider, yeah, yeah. like the, it's such a classic structure but the unforgiven it's like i'm gonna put it all in here yeah it's yeah, all going yeah, in yeah. and the, <laughs> like the the at the end where it says he went on to own a, a haberdashery in san francisco is the best part of that movie yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like people with histories yeah you know yeah yeah so so that so
1: you just it wanted was, to take well it was it. it was also a, a you know when I, when i would watch these things anyway my, my, my co-writers alex Elkin and Wellesley Wilde, had had the same reaction because we were, we we all we were all fans of the genre but we'd all independently had the same reaction that god this is this is they're so cool and they're so epic in the scope but at the same time god it would have been horrible to live there yeah like how it's it's this odd combination of of magnetic romanticism and just you know disease
0: and death yeah, everywhere, and, and no ability to stop it. Like, yeah. in, the, in the opening shootout in the Wild Bunch, they kill literally most of the town. Yeah. Trying to kill yeah. the outlaws. Which is probably barely a town. And it's to never with. even spoken of. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. everyone's laughing yeah. at uh, you know, literally on the way away from it. Yeah. There's yeah, just, you know, both sides. We just were like, what do
1: you do? Like, if you weren't, particularly if you weren't an alpha, like, what do you do? Like, the sun goes down, you go home, what do you what do? You do? You sit there and wait for death. <laughs> that's what kind of all there is to do.
0: <laughs> I I don't know. I, it's a good question. I mean, I guess
1: that's what we're all doing anyway. But <laughs>
0: yeah, we just have a lot more things to distract us. <laughs> yes. but, that's what uh, it's all about. And like, what 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 drove like I know anthropomorphizing is is part and parcel to the line of work you're in. But like, what <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's one of the great gifts of animation. <laughs> yes, you can make anything talk. Yeah. But like, what compelled you to do TED? Um.
1: Yeah, I, I, I liked that. The, there was something that was. But look, I mean, you know, that goes back to the Far Side too. Like one, one of the one of the fundamental tropes of the Far Side was this yeah. this conventionalizing of of uh, of an, of talking animals. Yeah. There's a there's one that I remember. There's, there's there are two cows that are like sitting in their living room, and the and the. The wife cow has, has like all these pearls and like this this you know wearing this beautiful dress and yeah. this is like just clearly living a very good life and the caption is just Wendell I'm not content and it, and it was just such an awesome non joke that just like why did this, why this needs to be two cows yeah and and so that was the idea I just hadn't seen anything uh, I hadn't seen anything like Ted I hadn't seen that that part of the story told. Where okay after the after the, the the fairy tale is done yeah you know sh- show me the show me the toy that you know look there's, there's always the trope of only the pets can hear each other talk or only the toys can hear each other talk right and the humans can't and that and 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 I was always kind of partial to the Muppets like the fact that the Muppets were just kind of walking around. Kermit and Fozzie worked for a newspaper in right. one of the one, one of the movies, and and yeah. uh, and it, you know it wasn't. Oh my God, that frog can talk! It was like, man, that that frog was just really passive aggressive with me. <laughs> yeah. So you know, in the age of CGI, I thought, God, you know, I haven't seen this done yet, and 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 where just everything about this character is treated as human and casual and normal and just mundane and boring, <laughs> yeah. except for the fact that he's a talking bear.
0: Yeah it's uh, yeah so it's sort of like they It they it, it's uh it's a human story yeah yeah right right you're just sort of like and i think that's sort of the thing about space too and the thing about your humor in general is that that you know you're gonna you're humanize these these environments that that you know are, are really kind of sterile in a way or yeah. over the top and it's and in a dramatic way you know
1: that's that's i mean look that's 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 what the best sci-fi has done. That's my, uh, I think, he's going to kill me if he didn't, but one of my co-writers, Brandon Braga, I can't remember if this was his episode or not, wrote an episode of uh, Star Trek where there were two characters beaming up at the same time. Yeah. And they accidentally got merged into one guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Completely fictitious, absurd premise, but it was presented as in this very human kind of civil rights sort of way, because the guy was now saying, "Hey, I want to stay this guy. I don't yeah. want to be these other two guys. I right. want to be this guy. And they're saying, well, if, if, if we, if, if these two guys still existed, they would probably want to be themselves. So do we make this decision for you? Do we force you back into two guys or do we let you stay one guy? And so <laughs> it's ridiculous, but, but it was so like it philosophical, was, conversation. philosophical and it was presented as, as real. So that's, the, the, a, a lot of what I do does... I, I I am fascinated by the the impossible, the fictitious, the absurd presented in a very accessible, normal way, yeah.
0: Yeah, I do it. In the in that first episode, when the blue guy's eyes blow up for no reason, yeah. just squirts blue, it's not explained or anything, yeah. but it, was, <laughs> it was just... The reaction. It's just, was he afraid or what? It, it, he's, he's, I, I, yeah, I think that's the,
1: you know, we, we, we keep that vague. It's network television. You'd have to ask Rob Lowe.
0: So now, you, so now you're, uh, so now you're, you're safely flying around in space and, uh, and doing swing music. Yes, that's, that's, <laughs> that's what's happening. That's, so as have you gotten all the fuck you out of your system?
1: Yeah. You know, I don't know. I, 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 I um, I, I, as I said, like I'm I'm enjoying myself more than I have at any point in my career with with the Orville. Probably because, as I said, it's so hard to write jokes. And you know, when you're doing an an hour long show, that's kind of focuses on story and character. You just you just can you know you don't have to worry about ending a scene with a gag. You can end a scene with a thought. Right, and, and it's 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 just it's like you know being a boot camp for years, and suddenly and stationed, you know,
0: someplace yeah. tropical. But and now, do you th- do you feel like Family Guy's behind you?
1: I don't. You know, the the idea of doing a Family Guy movie is still very much in my head. I think that's that's still um, that's still a possibility. Yeah. Uh, I I don't know. You know that that'll that would be a challenge at this point because to go back in and 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 it'd be a fun challenge to figure out how that how that franchise translates for me after having been away for so long you know if, if I came back would I write it the same way and 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 uh and I don't know it's 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 interesting to, to I, I'm I look forward to exploring it at some point
0: right so you're still you're willing to try yeah and uh so you're you' uh, your you're, you're mom's past but your dad's around
1: he's around yeah and he's yeah. out here he's out here
0: so you see him yeah. a lot I
1: do yeah yeah he he, he he shows up at my house sometimes when I don't even know he's there. Yeah,
0: you guys get along good.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, he's great. He's great.
0: Oh, well, that's good. So now, I, oh, from what I understand, you seem to be uh, have been uh, stricken from the books at Kent. You know, I I, I don't I don't know because I haven't I haven't
1: I haven't looked into it in a while. I th- I think there was a there was a third party attempt to reach out. Recently, but I, yeah. I, it was kind of an odd to, to that reconcile. Was, the, yeah, really? Yeah, I think so. And 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 it was I got I got to dig it up because I don't I don't it, what, th- what th- was
0: the approach. It
1: was just hey, you know, there's there's a desire to may you know make amends and and really? bury the hatchet and o- over the pals. Griffin thing. Yeah, over the over the I mean mainly over over the over the headmaster parents television council thing. Yeah. I just I just didn't know what to make of it because I didn't know who
0: what they wanted from me. I him. didn't
1: recognize the name and yeah. know who it was from, so. But I, yeah, I, I think there's, I think there's absolutely room for that to, to, do you give to, be, to be patched up. Um, I I do only because when I go back to visit my hometown, I kind of like to, you know, it's, I'm, I am a very nostalgic person, and it's nice to kind of walk around campus and 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 yeah. you know see where you you once spent so much of your time and, you know, I I it's like going to visit your childhood home. It's just yeah. there's there's a yeah. it's it's yeah. It's it's a it's a nice thing to be able is to do. Is your childhood that. home still there?
0: It is, yeah. And do you still like at some point when I'd go back to Albuquerque where I grew up and I drive by the first house, at some point it, it it stopped doing the thing. Oh, really? A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. Like you know just like I have memories of it, but it, it becomes, it becomes uh, very distant. A little bit. Yeah. It's kind of weird and the second house I lived in it was it's no longer there, so that's yeah. kind of weird. Yeah. And the the city changes around it. And I don't know what I'm looking for, but there is, you know, you. But you when you do go back, it's just even just the sky or a tree. It's sort of like it takes you, yeah, to something. Yeah, and it smells. It's like you know you walk walk into the walk into the old bookstore, and it's like oh my
1: god, it's 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 it's. uh, But this this is a town that doesn't. It's changed, but it hasn't changed that much. Yeah. So it's so a lot of that's still. And do people see you walking down the
0: street and they go like Zeph.
1: Um No, it's I mean it's a small enough town that 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 and also you know I I don't I don't have that kind of contrary to, to popular belief, I don't I don't have that kind of visibility? Yeah. Yeah. I can I can You can, I can disappear. Yeah, I can I can walk around <laughs> Manhattan and nobody gives a shit. <laughs> That's it's a gift. It it's it's nice. <laughs> they don't
0: care. <laughs> yeah, it is good. All right, buddy. Well I think this oh, was man. good. You feel good? Yeah, all oh, good. Thanks, man. Cool. <laughs> Seth MacFarlane, folks, I enjoyed that. I hope you did. New season, uh, the second season of The Orville, is on Thursday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern on Fox. Oh my God! I'm going to play an echoey old blues riff for a couple minutes now. <laughs>